0: Hi, guys, and welcome to Grow Your Fans Masterclass, August 2022. Um, I do say the date with a social media workshop because obviously social media is always progressing. So I want to ensure that when you are listening to this, that it is relevant to when you view it. Um, Tim, I do have a late apology, Ed Smith was meant to be here with me tonight, unfortunately he's had a family emergency, but we have gone through these PowerPoint presentations together and agreed on the the presentation that we are presenting. Um, He is going to be a guest speaker in february when we next present social media as well but we also do have an upcoming social media um challenge it's going to be a 14 day challenge i'm trying to help you grow your fans and engagement so stay tuned for that that will be happening at the end of september so guys this masterclass is for you if you're looking to increase your fan followers um, you want to know the latest trends on the preferred social media platform and you have a better standing of analytics and slash insights. If you're here and you're live, feel free to put into the private chat on the right-hand side what you're raised and what kind of platforms you're on, and of course, add your handle so we can support you going forward. So as mentioned in today's episode, we're going to cover um, the latest updates on the main social media platforms, when is the right time to post, and how to analyse analytics. For those who haven't um, worked with me before or don't know much about me, I'm Belinda Risley. I am the founder of Motivate Training and Management. Motivate Training and Management is Generally, an online education, um, helping motorsport athletes, parents, clubs, and team to maximize their performance on and off the track. We offer online services as well as now that we're post-COVID, we're going to go back to some face-to-face training. We're going to be doing some training camps in 2023, as well as some live sessions. So stay tuned. But if you haven't already, please race over and review us at training.com.au and of course, follow our social media platforms. Although I do hate social media, but that's another story. Uh, if you are Watching this live, and you'd love to go to the draw to win our course called Grow Your Fans course. Simply just take a photo of this, um, even if you're watching the replay, but it's convenient to you. Um, and tag us at Motivate T. And at the mu- end of this month, after we've also done the challenge, um, you'll go into the draw to win our Grow Your Fans course. All right, so I found this document, and for those um that are attending, of course, watching live, um, that. It's probably a little bit hard to see, but these are all the show notes I've put into a PDF. So after tonight, I'll send this recording as well as these slides out to you. And you can get a little bit more information around these social media platforms. So there's lots of pictures there today. Um, Again, for those deciding which is the platform best for you, it depends on your demographic, depends on what feels natural to you, and it also depends where your sponsor sits. Um, So we'll go through this in a little bit more detail um, around the demographics of the type of people, the age groups, the type of content they like, the strategies, um, and definitely the um, cons and pros around each of those platforms. I've always said from day dot that before you jump onto any platform, even if it's the latest trend, that you need to ensure that it works with your why. Why are you going on there? Why do you want to go onto this social media platform? What is on that social media platform that makes you excited? Um, You definitely don't want to be somewhere that you think that it's a chore. We definitely know that we can cross-promote across all of the different platforms, and there's some tools, and we're going to go through a little bit later, um, that you can utilise, that you can obviously do a video and post it across the line. But ideally, I always recommend that you only pick one to two platforms as an athlete, that you can really hone on to those skills. Um, I've put a lot of research into tonight's presentation. And as I was going through it, I was like, oh, I could actually do a full masterclass predominantly on each of those individual platforms because they're always evolving. There's always so much to go into those platforms. So I do, again, highly recommend that if you've got one or two platforms that you kind of invest into your own time and do some more study around you know what makes those platforms fantastic, and exactly what works. Today, we're just going to skim over um, the, the basics around what you can do um, to get on top of it. We do go into a lot more detail within our Grow Your Fans um, Social Media Course, and that obviously, as it's a social media course, it's forever being updated as well with the latest trends and updates, and tools and analytics and so forth. But um, do your own research around, like, what works best on the platforms that you've chosen best for your market. (laughs) We're going to work out towards the end around how beneficial analytics are or insights and how you can use that not only for your social media content creation, but also for your analytics uh, for sponsors going forward. Again, uh, for those who have followed me in the Motorsport Sponsorship Group, I've always Excuse me, I had a carry. I don't know why I did. <laughs> but uh, around about knowing your price around doing a post. So going forward, we know that social media content creation is ours. We know it takes a lot of time and you need to be charging your sponsors accordingly. And what I mean is that if you haven't um. Listen to this episode before, um, when I send out the information, I'll send through a link around our knowing how to charge or what to charge your sponsors and identifying your worth. So this was just a little bit of ideas. Um, this slide actually comes from social media marketing managers to what they charge their clients, but it kind of gives you an insight to what they're charging to what you should be as an athlete as well. So, again, that when it comes to being a social media content creation, you need to kind of put a price tag on your worth to develop that content for your sponsor. We don't want to be giving the same sort of um, relationship, or we don't want to be giving the same sort of. Um, Experience um, to a sponsor that is paying $5,000 to someone that's paying $500. So, you're wanting to ensure that your content is relevant to how much they actually are paying. So, again, we highly recommend you having that sponsorship agreement that actually outlies clearly um, what your cost would be to actually do a social media post, what it would be to do a social media video. And again, this is just a reference guide for what social media marketers are charging clients, but hopefully it will give you some idea around what you should be charging. And of course, if you're not, um, feel free to get in contact with us and um, we'll be happy to point you into the right direction. Okay, so the other biggest challenge that I get asked and people come in contact with us is around about content creation. You know, what should they, um, what should they be doing? Especially if they're only racing once a month, but I actually feel like content actual creation is an easy side of things if you know your audience. And again, once we go through the analytical side and the insights around the social media platform, hopefully that content is going to give you some more. Um, a different aspect or or further your aspect into what kind of content that you should be delivering. But really these are the questions that you should be asking yourself when you're delivering the content. Again, it's always about the why. Why are you on that platform? Why are you developing the content? Are you developing the content for brand awareness? Are you developing the content because you want them to send them to a website? Are you, wanting, are you developing the content to make a sale, like as in a sale of a a shirt or a sale as in um, coming on board to be a sponsor. So you, there always needs to be a why behind the actual content creation. So in order to know exactly what you're developing, again, once we go through the analytics, so we'll make it a little bit more clearer, but these are some things that you need to consider going forward. So what do they want? So what does your consumer want? What does your fan want to see? Um, is it, and we know that it is behind the scenes kind of stuff because, again, you guys are living the dreams of a lot of the general public out there. So if you say that you're a motorsport racer, people love that and they want to know what does that mean? What are you training? How are you eating? Are you doing site training? Um, how do you go around getting sponsorship? What what social media platforms are you on? What videos are you doing? Are you vlogging? Are you podcasting? So they want to know what do they, but you need to find out what did they want to, to know? What did they want to see? And again, social media gives you those platforms to actually poll people to find out that information. So don't be scared to use polls to actually get that information. Hey guys, we're going into you know the next quarter. I'd love to know what do you want to see? And those kind of posts of this and that a fantastic. Also just say, hey, I'm thinking of doing behind the scenes of me. We're building out a brand new Hyundai Excel. We're going to get racing for 2023. Do you want to see behind the scene project? Yes or no? And then if they say yes, and you've got hundred percent, even you've got 80%, then you know that every time you're in that workshop, just to simply set up that Um, tripod with the video camera and start to film it and you can edit a little bit later and also in this presentation we're going to go through some editing tools that you can use to make that process a lot easier all right so the next point there is what do they need so to get their excitement to keep them engaged to get them invested within your racing what kind of content do they need to see Uh, again is it behind the scenes? Is it about racing? Is it the GoPro actually showing lap by lap? But it's always going to be different depending on your fan base. So there are lots of options, but you need to know who your fans are and what they need to see and what they want to see. So once we go through the analytics, hopefully that will make a little bit more sense. Also, what interests them? Not only through motorsports, what what other interests do they have? And this is your fans. Is it they love pastor, or do they love Formula 1 cars, or or do they love comedy? Um, Do they love dancing TikToks? Excuse me. Um, You need to find out what interests them. Again, you can poll them. You can um, send them... Establish your newsletter. Recently on the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, episode 125, I did an episode around about a newsletter and what that means. And it's not just that broad sending out a direct newsletter. There's a lots of options what falls under the word newsletter, but newsletter also comes under social media marketing as well. So it could be, do they want a newsletter? Do they want a vlog? Do they want a podcast? Um, do they want you to go live every week and maybe interview a fan? Uh, ask them again, what, what interests them and again, external to motorsports um, and find out who else do they follow? It's very easy on Instagram to see um, who else they're following, but you can also ask them, hey guys, who do you look up to in motorsports? Who do you look up to in basketball? Uh, who's your favorite cricket player? Whatever the interests are. And of course, the interest should align with you as well. But ask them uh, what are your interests and then who do you love and why do you love about them? What What kind of qualities do you love about them? And this is kind of going to give you that avatar of your fan, to give you, you know, who are the people that follow you, why do they follow you and what kind of content do they want to see from you awesome hey guys i'm on instagram or on facebook talking to you live tonight but what other platforms are you actually on uh, let me know drop your handle um it's very easy to kind of get that content and you can follow them going forward but you can also see if they're going to put youtube and TikTok. Well, then you know that they're going to be video based. And if 90% of them said video in TikTok, then that's a good indication that going forward your social media content should be video based. Um, and then it can go whether it's short form or long form or different forms or memes or comedy or educational, that's a whole different ball game again. But at least you know that video is going to resonate with your fans. Um, so what kind of content do they like? So I think we've kind of touched base on that. Is it video or is it blogs or is it images? Uh, everyone's going to be different. And you might be surprised actually who does follow you. You might think it could be video because you know video is hip and it's hot and, and it's definitely the way forward. But people do actually still like images. And we're going to go through that a little bit later. And more importantly, what time are they online? Um so through your analytics or insights within those social media platforms you're going to find that actual information specifically where is the majority of your fans online looking at your content so analytics is really really important and if you haven't um you know had the time to actually indulge into that um those pages into the analytics or into the insights i do highly recommend that even today or tomorrow you actually take 15 minutes and open up to those insights and actually have a look you can actually just diarize it to go in there once a month and print off the monthly report and um, you can put the last 30 days and then sit there for the next 15 minutes and review the analytics and then work at your content creation going forward most of the um direct platform, so Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, all of that. We'll have in, in-house in built analytics or insights that you'll be able to download the last 30 days, which will help you go forward. Or you could do six months or three months or 12 months. It's up to you. It doesn't matter. Uh, pretty much um, up to 12 months period that you can go back and look at what was the best performing ads or, sorry, um, posts, um, what was the highest engagement, whatever is really important to you to try and get these fans back when, on track. But basically we are looking for the highest engagement and the highest likes. I don't like that saying likes <laughs> because sometimes yeah, they can be fake likes, but if they're kind of liked it, you know, that's giving you an insight into what they do like. All right. So going into our um, direct platforms. So Facebook, believe it or not, Facebook is still the highest regarded platform. Yes, Instagram and TikTok is on the way, but Facebook is still the number one. Um, I still love Facebook, but I'm old, and so I know the young ones uh, probably prefer the TikToks and the YouTubes and so forth. But, again, where is your market? Where are your sponsors? Where are the people that you want to invest in you sitting? Is it LinkedIn? Is it YouTube? And, again, everyone's going to find different markets, so it's what works best for you. So the latest things that are happening in Facebook is the in-feed video content is the most popular type of video on Facebook. So we just mentioned we know that video is the way going forward uh, and all those introverts are going, no, I hate being in video. Um, but that's okay. You don't always necessarily have to be in front of the video. Um, definitely you can do a lot of behind the scenes stuff where you can just be the voiceover. And you could be showing things such as the inside of your vehicle or again, doing a GoPro, a lap of the track. There's a lot of content that you can do where you don't need to be in front of it. Um, you can certainly maybe um, start to jump into some of the videos and go, Hey guys, I'm Bubba and um, I'm about to show you a video around what happens to change some tires, on the vehicle and then you can jump out and then as your confidence grows and you can see that your likes and engagements and the shares are increasing then hopefully that's going to give you the confidence to get in front of the video and to do more content because people invest in people so if people don't know who you are your personality what you stand for your values your brand. They're not going to really invest with you. And I can guarantee you that sponsors will be constantly looking onto social media to get a good understanding of who you are. So you need to show lots of different sides of you on the track, off the track, in front of the camera, behind the camera. There needs to be a mix of social media content. All right. So Facebook at the moment is prioritizing the Facebook Feed and uh, the videos, but obviously Facebook and Instagram are linked. Um, so another quick tip, uh, tip, sorry, if you haven't already, is to link those two together. So it's really easy now that you can go into your Insights, sorry, into your Facebook vis- uh, Facebook Manager, and that you can insert, um, you can link the um, Facebook and your Instagram um, pages. So you only need to do one. But again. It depends on your demographic if you've got different demographics which i do on facebook and instagram there's no real point linking them together because the content that i need to produce on facebook is a lot different to what i need to do on instagram i only know that because i can read those analytics and i do read those analytics every month so again it's really important to look into those insights into those analytics to know the age group when they're posting um when they're online so to see what they're engaging with and what they're sharing and so forth. The other big thing on Facebook is still groups. Uh, Facebook groups is awesome, excuse me, to build your engagement, to build your community. So if you haven't got a Facebook group, they're free. Why not start one? Um, In a couple of weeks on the Most Sport Coaching Podcast, um, I do have a membership site specialist coming in, and we're talking about setting up a membership site, and that relies um, directly into a Facebook group as well. So within the Facebook group, uh, it can be something special. It can be a membership site, just briefly, uh, that you set it up, and people could pay you simply like $5 a month. But imagine if you had 100 people pay you $5 a month and they're getting like different social media content. They're getting real behind the scenes. They're getting personalized videos maybe once a month. They're getting personalized um, birthday messages. Uh, there are uh, during uh, maybe family calls. Like there's so many things that you can um, go through. And again, in that podcast coming up, we're going to go through some more ideas about establishing a Facebook group, but groups aren't dying. Um, they're really still um, happening in Facebook and they're also, also starting in Instagram as well. So if you are predominantly on Instagram, stay tuned because um, groups is definitely going to be here before the, the year is out. It's happening in the US and they're looking to roll it out um, through all the other countries in the next couple of months. So groups where you can get more um, community, more engagement, and then that's a warmer audience. to so obviously on sell your merchandise to help promote your sponsors, um, obviously to become a main sponsor as well. Um, and just another tip, and I see this all the time, is that people still are boosting posts. Don't boost posts. There's nothing financial in it except for Facebook making lots and lots of money. If you're wanting to get a bigger reach around your um, Facebook page or your website, um, do look into ads. Um, motorsport is a business. You need to spend money to make money. So if you're wanting to build your list organically, ads are still the way to go. Yes, they are quite expensive, but it just depends on how serious you are about growing your page and how important it is to you. Again, being on social media is about knowing your why, why you're on this, what is your plan of being on this platform, especially as we know that your main focus is really wanting to get out there and raise and get race results. So if you are going to do Facebook ads, just ensure that there's always a call to action. Okay, so call to action should be race to my website or race to my Facebook page or race to Instagram and join my group. So there also always should be an action for them to do, especially, if again, if you're paying to have an ad, you want to make sure that you're directing to them to somewhere to get engaged. Again, there's so much happening with Facebook. I mean, even the name has changed meta, but I still kind of get um, my my head around calling it meta because it just doesn't make sense. So no doubt sooner or later it will officially change its name but in the process it's facebook for me <laughs> unless you guys are watching from the us all right so with instagram um there's some graphs and it was probably the graphs will look a little bit easier when you actually um, download the slides uh, but as we know rules reels uh, instagram reels are the best way to grow at the moment All right. So there's now a new um, process where you can copy templates and all you can do, if they're doing the shoot, 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 you can copy that template and all you now need to do is actually change those captions. So when you are looking through reels, if you have a look down the bottom, it'll say templates available. Um, I think it is. Um, all you need to do is just press copy or save, and then you can save that template. And then you can just go through and simply change those captions. So um, obviously, Instagram is giving priority to those um, reels. Uh, also, carousel posts have the highest engagement rate. So those carousels are just the images that are running around. So it's kind of like a reel. It's kind of like a video. But they're just carousel posts, and you'll see that on the graph again once you download those slides and have a look at it. I can't really read it; <laughs> it's stuck in my light. All right. So, um, also looking to influencer in marketing. So, there's lots of firms out there at the moment that are looking for brand ambassadors. So, in you. I'm saying for you guys to actually become influencers and then to look into the benefit of becoming influencer marketer because, again, you're getting brands, you're getting products, you're getting services that are actually come on board and to help you build your brand, but you're also helping to build their brands. So Instagram is giving a lot of time. I don't know why, but they're giving a lot of time around those influencers, marketers to actually help grow their brands, both for the athlete and both for the sponsor as well. And it's stating of late that Stories is still really, really popular, again, because it's a form of video um, that half of Instagram users visited a website after actually seeing your brand promoted in Stories. So, again, if you're looking for content for your sponsors, um, make sure you're promoting them indirectly um, is also great. Um, So it doesn't mean that you have to say, hey, um, this is a hair clip and this hair clip is by Lawrence." All right, so you could just do something a little bit more specific, um, a little bit more fun and engaging. Again, bringing your personality, bring authenticity into that content creation around about showing that clip without showing the clip and, of course, having that link for that brand um, for those to go and purchase, hopefully, with your influencer marketing, your affiliate link um, on there so you're getting a financial kickback to help build your financial status in order to go racing in 2023. So as said, post said, oh, post in your stories and use those elements like stickers, um, all those GIFs, all the polls, all those kind of tools that are available really easily within the Instagram um, tool. Uh, make sure you're utilising those. The countdowns, um, the GIFs, I think, what's the one that right now that's like show me that you're doing something that, that you're not really doing? Uh, all of those kind of posts. Any kind of new tool that comes out, Instagram is going to love that and really push you through the algorithm. So again, if Instagram is your platform, just take 10 10, 15 minutes, probably like once a month. Just simply go into Google and put Instagram latest trends, or if not, sign up to our show. Grow your fans um, social media course. And because we certainly do that every month, and then update the content around what is new around getting um, fans and engagement on all of these sites because there's always new tools coming out and there's always new systems and the algorithm always changes as well. Okay, so TikTok. Still not on TikTok. I still can't dance. I mean, I can dance. I just still can't do it. Anyway, for those that love TikTok, short form vertical, vertical videos, is what they are after. So make sure that when you are filming these short-form videos that it is in vertical, okay? A lot of them are still coming out quite horizontal and you're missing a lot of the concepts. So making sure that you're turning it into a vertical. Uh, and then also TikTok is becoming a bit of a search engine, especially on For You page, okay? So um, people are now going to For You and they now are starting to slowly type in say Motorsport Fitness, and they're looking like a YouTube search engine. So YouTube is like second to Google as a search engine, but TikTok is the third highest search engine around. That's people wanting to know how-to guides and things like that. So think about the YouTube content that you're doing and how you can bring it over to tiktok but you may have to cut it down youtube we can afford to go a little bit longer with our video content with tiktok we want that short form we want anything pretty much under 60 seconds they have included it to 90 seconds but we do know we can go as long as 15 seconds but the most important thing is that we've got that hook within the first three seconds if you don't have something exciting whether it's a caption music or movement within the first three seconds they're gonna keep on um, scrolling through. So that hook needs to be initial, and then you need to kind of tell the story and then get back to the hook at the end of that video presentation. Now, there's a lot of controversy at the moment, if you are on TikTok that you've probably seen, and no doubt it's been shown on Instagram as well, that TikTok is experimenting with a new nearby content field, um, as well as the current for you and the following tabs. Now, the controversy around about the nearby tab is the fact that it's helping people, I guess, and I don't know why people would think like this, but the issue is that it helps people actually locate where other people actually are, and, of course, we don't want that for privacy reasons. It's great if you're a small business, but not so much if you're an individual. So stay tuned for that. This is just currently being rolled out Um at the moment um i can see like every day people are, there's big red um squares that are going around through TikTok and instagram around don't sign up for this nearby don't do that um again if you want any more information around the nearby um, i will continue to update about the nearby on um, our free motorsport sponsorship facebook group if you're interested but just know it's there and so if you've got a small business it's fantastic but if you're an, um, an individual, just be mindful that potentially they can track you as well. Um, but the other important thing that TikTok is saying that we know um, there's a lot of social media platforms um, that you can use, sorry, so platform tools that you can use. There's a lot of social media marketing tools, um, software programs that you can use. But predominantly, if you can use the native features within TikTok, uh, that is going to give you a lot that's going to rank you a lot higher within the algorithm if you're posting directly from these sites. And really all of the different platforms are saying the same things. So yes, it's great for from time consuming. So it just depends on, again, how much time that you've got to commit to doing social media. If you've got a lot of time and you're across all the boards, um, then that's fine. But if you don't have a lot of time and maybe you're just on one or two platforms, then I highly recommend that you schedule and that you utilise all those um, direct tools that are built in with each of those platforms because the algorithm is going to love you for it. Now I've just got a little picture there on the side, which is the TikTok um, content funnel. Again, this is for small business marketing, but Mattersfoot is a business. So this is just a great little tool that you can see around about the content that you should be promoting. So basically the main thing that TikTok is saying is that, use it for brand awareness. Okay. So you do the TikTok around, Hey, come join me. This is great. Follow my journey, cut things. And then the second thing is roundabout consideration. And then it could be guys I'm starting to get my 2023 plan ready. Um, are you on board? Are you interested? Have you ever thought about motorsport marketing? Maybe this is something that we can look into together. Uh, Anyway, I'm sure you guys, that was just off the cuff. So I'm sure you guys can think of a lot more things productively going forward, but that's ideally what the second kind of post should be. And then the last type of content should be around um, conversion. So, (coughs) excuse me. So it should be around, hey, guys, I've now released my 2023 sponsorship proposals. If you're interested in joining my journey, click on the link below. And again, Those could simply be your three posts per week that you do one awareness, one consideration and one, hey, are you on board? Conversion could also be, hey, join my newsletter or, hey, join my Facebook group or, hey, have you seen my membership site? So anything that's trying to get you a little bit warmer to making that connection a little bit deeper and stronger. And I guess, again, that's one of the main points about social media. Not only is it about your why, it's about how well and what works best for you to connect with people. So social media should be that connection piece that engages you with people to get to know them on that deeper level other than just putting um, something out there. So it should be a lot more engaging to and fro um, to get people on board. Okie dokie, LinkedIn. All right, so recently again on the book Coaching podcast, I had a fantastic guest who gave us lots of insights around what's happening into LinkedIn. So I've actually just added that link into here. So um, once you get those notes, you can download the latest tips um, that she's gone through. But predominantly she was saying, hey, there's a new laughing emoji. So um, LinkedIn, although, yes, it's small business orientated and it's all about engagement, we still want people to have a laugh. Um, I, it was very serious, um, so we want, they're wanting people just to have a little bit of laugh and still to post some funny content as well. Um, the most important thing around about LinkedIn is that when you are posting something for engagement, to ensure that you've got open-ended questions. Okay, so you can put your opinion piece there and then ask them, do they agree? Or ask them, uh, what are their thoughts? Or ask them something that's open-ended to try and get those responses because the more responses you get, the higher engagement you get. And then the more responses you get, as you can see, it will start to bump it up more onto those new streams. So really important there is not to ask people to respond with reactions, whereas something like fun, like Facebook or Instagram, probably like Facebook really is where we would probably go, hey, drop an emoji on how you're feeling today. Uh, We're definitely not going to do that with LinkedIn. Uh, We're wanting them to actually ask a question um, and, and then making sure that we're actually responding to those questions. Um, and that is going to help us again through with that algorithm to get back onto the news stream. But now there's also a new feature where you can pin that comment. All right. So simply by hitting the three dots at the top right-hand side, and that's going to be able to highlight the best responses, um, the most intriguing, uh, you know, whatever the conversation is, and that you might think, "Whoa, I don't really do. I don't really agree with this. What does everyone else think? Um, but it allows you to pin it so you can pin any post, but now it's allow you to pin responses and to try and therefore build that engagement. And of course, once you're building that engagement, asking those open-ended questions is going to continue to build um, you up in that algorithm to keep you up in the forefront of all your friends that you've connected with on LinkedIn. But again, there's loads of tips here in this form. So make sure you download it. Um, And if you need any more information, just let us know. All right. So with YouTube, I get it. When I was developing all this content, I was like, I could seriously do a masterclass on each of those platforms because there's so many changes happening and they're always evolving. Um, so do make sure you keep out in contact with us and um, in through our monthly or weekly newsletter, if not into the Motorsport Sponsorship Facebook group, which is free, of course, to drone. In YouTube, guys, and these are the 16 things that YouTube has recently put out as of this week of what the trends you should know about. All right, so YouTube still continues to grow even post-pandemic. All right. So still in YouTube, one of the biggest things they've got going around is about misinformation about COVID. I don't know why. I feel like, and I hope that we're all over the COVID. I know it's still going around, but I definitely don't think anyone's really wanting to see information about it, but clearly there is. And clearly those conversations are still happening. So COVID is still up there. YouTube live, Um, It states, over the other side, as you can see, viewers spend eight times longer watching the live video than on demand. So going live, if that's your thing. Um, Again, if it's not, that's okay. And you can still watch on demand. Immersive shopping videos. So these whole things now of like going to Kmart and filming it or going to Audi or the Best Buys or going to predominantly super cheap auto and how you can make it cheap um, and again, I, that's great for your, excuse me, for your sponsors. But that is what's trending. Also. Um, And what has been the bread and butter of YouTube is the how-to tutorials. So as I mentioned before, you could do the how-to tutorial about how to change tyres on the vehicle really quickly, under 60 seconds, if you've got some tips or tricks or how you can do it faster. uh, That is the place to go and to do it on that YouTube. And, of course, you can repurpose this content, but you just need to make sure it's fitting into the algorithm of what platform you're repurposing it to. All right, so the follower and the decided content. So that is what one is following to do and what the other one is decided to do. It's kind of like this and that. Um, you can look into that. These morning and night routines, to me, they excite excitement, but clearly it does because YouTube will put them part of their analytics. But waking up, what is your morning routine, as an example, and then going to bed, what is your nighttime routine? It could be something like what do you eat for breakfast? What do you eat at nighttime? How do you train in the morning? What do you do going to bed? You get the drift. But anyway, not my kind of cup of tea, but if that's your market, maybe it'd be it. Uh, 360 degrees views. So obviously if you're going in to see a sponsor, you might want to do a rip around uh, into their new location, especially if they've just purchasing new premises or they're opening a new store. But you can do that for all of your sponsors, especially if they've got uh, a permanent location. Um, YouTube ads over TV ads. So, again, YouTube ads is like massive at the moment as well. They are also ranking really high. So it goes Facebook ads, Google ads, and then YouTube ads as the third highly ranked ad conversion rates. But, again, it depends on where your market is sitting. So it doesn't necessarily mean what is one, two, and three. There's celebrity channels and there's doco, doco series. I always think that you guys as a race, especially going to the new um, racing year, that it's easy to document this series. So especially now if you're going up a category, so you may be going from carts to former Fords, we're going to Formula Fords to Porsche, Michelin Sprint series, anything that's kind of a change, but even if it's not, um, how about you document the whole series? Uh, And again, we're going to go, the next slide is around about some editing tools that you can use to help you edit those um, documentaries. But again, it's whatever you want that documentary series to be. There's no right way or wrong way to do it. It's whatever works best for you. So it could be just being in front of the video. It could be behind it. Again, it could be behind all the scenes, um, but the Doho series are really um, pumping it at the moment as well as on Instagram as well. Um, now I forgot what ASMR variety is. I'll put the note into that one. Um, the YouTube search engine, as I said, is cut the third after Google um, and, um, and TikTok at the moment. Those ugly to beauty challenges which I think is all crap as well. So YouTube still does have that really fake element to it, I feel. Um, But again, it could be something that resonates. You might love YouTube. I definitely personally just go to YouTube for more of the how-to videos or education-type pieces. But again, if you love being on video, you're the extrovert, and this is what resonates with you, then go to YouTube. Sustainable living. (laughs) <laughs> that is massive. That is trending at YouTube at the moment. I feel like because everybody's wanting to, to live cleaner, to to be healthier. So there's a lot of um, trends around about sustainability and gamers. As you know, I'm surprised that gaming actually isn't number one because I know with my boys, they're always on YouTube watching gaming. But obviously, gaming is massive. For those that are into eSport that do love gaming, if you don't already have a YouTube channel, I highly recommend that you do get one. As I mentioned, guys, there are the viewers are spending eight times longer watching a live video than on demand. Um, if you are going to do live, it's a great idea to offer um, Q&As at the end. Um, and even if, you like, just once a week, you want to just discre- grab, um, jump online and offer q and A. Q&A. Even if you don't have anything else live to do, is a good fan engagement. But again, if that is where your fans are based, but predominantly any platform that you're on, um, if you can go live and offer a whether it's a weekly or a monthly Q and A and promote that. Again, that social media content that you're promoting, you can promote. It's up and coming. You can promote the actual recording of it afterwards, uh, and then it's also giving you content, say, for your newsletter and from your website. So doing a QA and a is really got lots of benefits, um, even if you're just starting out. Um, it's a great platform to showcase your products and services during those lives so you can do all those tricky placements of like, hey, <laughs> look at my Gatorade bottle or something like that. That could be a new sponsor or potentially somebody that you're wanting to attract to get on board. Um, but as we know that most importantly, prioritize telling your brand story through um, video. We love video. I hate video. It's too odd to do video. <laughs> okay. As mentioned, this is just some um, editing software. Um For those that are live tonight and watching the replay, this will be in the slides. So you can go through and check them all out. Some are paid, some are free, some are on Mac, some are on um, Android. Um, So just work out what is best for you. You might need to play around with it. And, of course, if editing is not your thing at all, like mine, you can just go and outsource it to a service like Fiverr.com or upwork.com and certainly just place an ad and um, list how much you're willing to pay for a service and then get applications from all around the world and then get that video edited for you, which is what I predominantly do. All right, so with Twitter team, yes, Twitter is still there. It's not that really big here in Australia, but of course for our US friends and UK, it is a massive Twitter is predominantly a go-to platform for trend and emerging news stories. So if you are quite vocal and you're quite opinionated, and you just like to be involved in the drama, I feel like it is. But there's also good news stories out of Twitter. Then Twitter is the platform for you again. Where is your Where is your fans? Are they Twitter? Are they the same as you? Do they follow you because of your opinions? Because of uh, your outspokenness? Um, Twitter is great. Uh, it's conversational. The stream of consciousness makes it an easy platform um, to create lighthearted posts without really sacrificing your voice and brand. So, you know, you can write something that's going to be political and people may agree or disagree with you. Uh, that's okay. Um, repurpose those tweets on other channels. You can share funny and relatable or meme space tweets on Instagram as well. So that's one of those popular trends. Uh, And it's also natural to repurpose or cross promote your um, content. But as I mentioned, just take advantage of the retweets and the quote tweets. So you don't always have to post something new. If there's something that aligns with you or um, you think it's quite funny, then, you know, and it works within your brand, uh, then post it or retweet it. And then, you know, put your own. Five cents worth into it. Uh, The great thing about Twitter is that pretty much it's just turning over so fast that the algorithm is basically you're only going to see like one in 18th post anyway. So that's okay if you don't have a big following. And even if you do, it's great for engagement. It's great. It's healthy conversation. Uh, And it's a little bit different. Um, I kind of do like Twitter in the sense that you know, it it is a different platform. You don't have to have images. You don't even have to do video. It's pretty much words. And so if you love writing, then Twitter is for you. Okay. Nearly there, guys. And for those that haven't heard, there's a new platform coming out. Well, there's really a new app at the moment called Be Real. So Be Real sends out to all the users at a random time each day and ask people basically to share a photo, what they're doing right there and they're no filters and they've got two minutes um, time frame to post an update. So it's really being tatted as the anti-Instagram with a focus on being real, unedited, everyday life as opposed to airbrush polished um, Instagram lifestyle scenes. So as a brand and those working with brands, we can see that it's really going to start to take off potentially no, actually, no doubt it is going to take off, especially for those that sustainability, especially those that are around about the environment. There's going to be those brands that this really resonates with when they're trying to be all natural and this is us and this is now around and trying to get away from instagram so the brands are using the apps to provide behind-the-scenes content and insights to how they go about their business so this is being real so if you're making um something that you're saying environmentally friendly and people don't believe you this is going to be the real opportunity excuse me where brands have the opportunity so that carries is coming back up then they can go hey look this is us legitimately recycling the plastic bags in order to make this new product. And they can't get away with it because it's going to be on b Real and it's going to have their logo on it. So I think there is going to be a lot of opportunity, as I said, for certain industries to really um, promote well onto this new app. So if you're not already on it, it's a, little, it's a little bit of fun as well, except if you're in the shower, the total, you know those kind of things, but have a little bit of fun with Be Real. You might want to set it up with your family and friends to start it off with, but look at it, be involved in it, try and be at the forefront of this new app that's coming and to see how could this work with your sponsors. I think there's great opportunity. Okie okay, dokie. Okay. So how often should we post on each of these platforms? As you can see on this slide, it does vary. Again, this is from a social media marketer's perspective. So don't worry. Like if you're on Facebook, you don't really need to post four to four, four, to five times per day. But again, that is what the algorithm is saying. is in order to stay up to the front of that algorithm. So if you're on Facebook and you're only going to post once a day or once um, every second day, just ensure that you're getting that engagement on the post. So again, you're wanting those open-ended questions. So people are putting comments. And so, of course, when you're responding, it's going to keep pushing that post up. So again, it's really important to have the open-ended questions and that you are responding to those people to keep the algorithm going forward up and down. With the Instagram, I should put it per day there, but Instagram, it should be one to two posts per day, whether that's a real a story or a post, or it could be you know one of each, it's completely up to you. But again, know your why, know why you're on that platform, know why you're posting the content and have an action as to what you're wanting to get out of that post as an athlete. Okay. So it's a little bit different when we're having a small business where an athlete, um, as, excuse me, Um, so obviously when we're a small business, we do have sales that we need to make in order to keep the doors open. As an athlete, we're wanting that brain awareness, we're wanting that fan engagement, and we're wanting to build a community. So our whys are a little bit different, even though most of is a business. To TikTok one to four times per day, Um, as you can see, guys, if you haven't already, there is a lot of planning that goes into this content creation. So utilise the analytics and the insights and then spend some time to actually work out your content planner for the month. If not for the whole year, um, I generally in the most sponsorship group each month, put out our free content planner um, that you can just simply dump all your information and go backwards. And we also do have a paid one. It's $7 every month. And it's got the latest tips, the latest trends um, and, some um, the actual month coming up content and some um, useful event dates that you can help promote. So things like International Dog Day, Donut Day, obviously Father's Day is coming up, but we put all those key dates in it and, and give you an opportunity to put in your key dates and work backwards. So if you haven't already, um, check it out on motivatetraining.com.au but you need to have that plan. You need to have a plan in order to succeed around that content creation. And the most important thing is if you can potentially try and batch your um, content creation. So we don't want you just go to the track and then filming it all. We know it's important that once you get to track that ideally you should just be focusing on your racing and you do need some social media content. But ideally, if mum or dad or um, someone else can do some behind the scenes stuff as opposed to you having to worry about walking around with the camera or trying to get some shots, that's highly regarded. Um, and But try and get as much content as you can before the race meeting or before the event and batch the information and the workout when you're going to plan it. And then in the next couple of slides, we're going to go through when. Uh, as I mentioned, there are lots of social media marketing tools that you can utilize excuse me, to help you plan and to schedule. Um, If you are across all our platforms because you love it and that's what you think what is best for you, then happy days. Uh, Obviously, it is time-consuming, so I do highly recommend that you might invest in um, some of these programs. Um, Some of them do, or most of them, sorry, all do have free free applications to start off with. So it could be free up to um, a certain amount of platforms that you want to post on, or it could be free up to how many subscribers you actually have. So check them all out. That first one being the business manager is predominantly just a business manager with each of the preferred platforms that you prefer to use would have their own predominantly scheduling tool and or preferred um tool that they actually use to help you schedule the stuff so now pretty much every platform you can um schedule on even on tiktok now but check out those into your own time um, and see which one works for you some of them have got different um pros and cons about them some of them don't do all the platforms some of them do um half the platforms but they do more stuff around analytics so just depending on where you are um, in that social media marketing um, process and what, exactly what you're looking for. As you can see, the stuff on the right side is roundabout analytics. These ones specifically look into analytics or insights into when people are posting, how they're posting, what they're posting. Um, and basically, you um, giving all that data stuff. So for those data engineers that loves the data around the cart, and then you should be loving the data around social media because there's lots to do. All right. So what is analytics team? So analytics um, is basically the data points that show you how well your social media strategies are performing. So helping you understand everything from how many people see your content all the way through to how much money you earn from social media. Uh, and also how much many um, metrics, sorry are the building blocks for ongoing improvement and growth. So predominantly, they're going to give you information about who is your audience. So what is their age, where are they located? when are they online? What is the best time to post? And it actually gives you that information. Is a platform right for you? Have you tried maybe Facebook and YouTube and you're like, oh, you know what? I know someone who's got a lot better fan base than I do. Maybe I need to change my platform and it can give you that insight. Okay, like, all right, well, I've tried TikTok now for three months. I haven't really liked it. I find it quite challenging to develop content. Maybe now I'll go and try Twitter. And then it gives you at least a platform to test against each other to see where your fan base is. So don't be scared to try the different platforms, but again, just ensure that your why is aligned to where your market is. Um, Obviously with the content creation, it shows you what post has the most likes, shares and engagement. Again, we know that we're looking for the engagements and shares uh, are the most important metrics they are over the likes. Um, You can see what's posted better, or sorry, what's had the better engagement, whether it's been videos or static posts. Again, people still do like static posts. Static posts with captions are good. Static posts with, Ben is going around. It is still fine as well. Static posts with a bit of um, wording around it. People are still enjoying it. Um, Just with one or two paragraphs, it doesn't need to be long-winded. But, again, you just need to find out what resonates with your fans. Um, And we know that the Reels has the best engagements. And just be mindful if you are talking on the Reels to add that caption feature because we know a lot of people are still viewing um, in silence and so if if you're talking and you don't have any captions, well, they're not going to really capture what you're saying. So make sure you put on that caption sticker. Okay, and also going forward, um, if you're a small business listening today, is that it can help you identify what your competitors are doing, what kind of Facebook ads they're doing, what kind of ads in general they're doing, what kind of posts they're doing, and, and how can you possibly do similar posts to get the same engagement or make sure that it's not, Again, this is one of the tools that was on the Enelique ones called SIFE. As you can see here, this is like the monthly report. Um, This is just like Twitter versus Instagram, all those kind of statistics. Again, for sponsors, this is what the sponsors are looking for. Um, Yes, they're wanting to know what kind of social media. Yes, they're looking for numbers, not really anymore. They are looking for that engagement rate. If you have 20,000 people on your social media account, that's great. But we know there's a lot of bots and we know a lot of it can be false. So just to ensure that this is the kind of data that sponsors are going to look at and it's live data. It's not what you think. It's actually what we know. Okay, so you can break it down to the age, to the demographic um, there's another slide there that's, that's just on the Facebook one, but there is one around about the location. Um, Facebook has those insights about the location of where they're viewing from, like what state, what country. Um, are they female? Are they male? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, again, you just need to take some time to have a look um, into the analytics available on, on, the, on your preferred platform um, or have a look at those actual analytics software programs available where you can pop into your social media platforms and it will draw you out your own reports and that you can actually do some comparisons. Um, And again, it will bring up content like this, where it will bring up all your tweets, the actual engagement and and the share um, post or the reach post that it has. So last year, Facebook actually um, stopped its direct Facebook analytics and it changed its name and concept around to Facebook Insights. So if you have a look on on the back end of your um, Facebook page, it will give you the insights, especially if you set it up as a business or as a sports athlete. Um, Again, so setting up your Facebook page is really important. If you don't know how to set it up, um, just get in contact with us and um, we've got a form on about the best way to set up your Facebook page. But it will give you this kind of data. And again, you can go into the back of Facebook and access this data at any time it's giving you Again, when they've, when they've accessed it, what's the most um, post that's had the best shares, likes and engagement and so forth. And the same with your video content as well. So if you have any issues um, or if you want to know some more insights around doing um, analytics and insights, um, in our Grow Your Fans um, social media course, we actually go into a lot more detail and we're going to actually each platform around about how to break down those analytics in more details. Um, for those that are new to Motivate Training and Management, uh, we've got some free resources and paid. So we've got a free Facebook group. So if you want to go over, race over and join that Fitly bought group. Um, we've got weekly podcasts that come out um, around different coaching aspects, <coughs> excuse me. And then we also have our toolkit, which is our membership site um, and weekly new content is added. There's lots of different resources, there's new training um, and lots of different tools available within the toolkit. So if you're interested in um, further educating yourself around social media, sponsorship, fitness, nutrition, mindset, please get in contact with us and we can send you out some more information about that. I hope you'll enjoy the Masterclass, guys. For those who've been live, thanks for joining me. If there's any questions or answers, you can jump on board now. Um, Before I go, as I mentioned, we've got our Grow Your Fans course coming up. So there's four modules. It's dropped each week. So there's a new module, uh, some new content each week. Um, So module one is around about choosing the right platform for you. So how can you work out what is the best platform for you? And then how do you go about setting it up efficiently as an athlete to make sure that you are getting all those insights Module two, we go through about content creation. So we go through a whole modules around about the different types of content creation, how to develop content, video versus blogs, versus podcasts, versus vlogs um, um, around what you require, kind of equipment that you need, batching that content, social media planners for the whole year. There's lots of details in module two. Module three is the, all the latest trends, the updates. Um, around and tools that you can use to get the best out of your platforms and modules is around about analysing those analytics and insights and then how do we use that to develop our social media strategy. And we go through developing social media strategy for 90 days and then around about how we review it and and then we make our changes for the next 90 days. So if you're interested in that, uh, again, just get in contact with us or you can check it out on the website below. Well, guys, thank you. Look at that, 59 minutes and 30 seconds. So I've just popped it in under 60 minutes. I hope you've enjoyed today's session. I will stop the recording to answer any questions. Um, For more details, please get in contact with us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show, and we'll see you next time.